Hello and welcome to the Sales Warrior Podcast. The podcast has uh, been off for a number of months, but not for lack of desire. But I will tell you that I have a compelling reason to get this going again, specifically to publish the interview with a dear friend of mine, Jeff Rosado. We're going to start the podcast in just a second, but Jeff was a colleague of mine for nearly eight years. And on February 2nd of this year, 2023, he and I finally got together and had an interview. He had wanted to be on the podcast and I'd wanted him to be on the podcast for for a long time. He's an incredible salesperson, incredible businessman, incredible father, husband, and we got this interview just in time. Uh, we had the interview on February 2nd, 2023, and Jeff went on to be with the Lord and is face-to-face with his creator uh, now as he passed away on March 20th, 2023. This podcast was taken just a few weeks before he had his final surgery to deal with a condition that you'll hear about in the episode. But what I want you to take away from this episode and this treasured interview is to observe the nature of a man who in the most intense circumstances and trials never fell prey to any kind of victimhood, but only stayed strong and endured with a level that could only be attributed to the Holy Spirit. And as Jeff would would tell you, his relationship with Jesus Christ. So with that, welcome to the episode. I hope you find this edifying and powerful. And some of it may be difficult to understand for you. Uh, Jeff was struggling with his vocal capabilities um, at this time. Uh, You'll hear exactly what you need to hear. So I would encourage you to listen to the entire thing. And there is a video with a video transcript that is in the show notes if you'd like to watch the video version of this. So with that, with deep honor and love for Jeff and his family and his children, here's Jeff Rosado, the ultimate sales warrior on the Sales Warrior Podcast. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Sales Warrior Podcast, a conversation about dominating your marketplace without sacrificing your body, your marriage, your children, or your soul. And today's topic is this, how to never give up with my friend and colleague, Jeff Rosado. Welcome to the uh, podcast, my friend. Thanks, brother, for saying I'm honored to be here. Man, it's my honor. It's my pleasure. Um, We had a conversation, I guess it was last uh, July. And um, you, you share with me that, you know, you had some stories to tell and you've been telling them. And I said, I want those stories on the podcast. More people need to hear about them. Um, But uh, just to explain to the, to the listeners, you know, kind of why you're here. um, I'll just share that Jeff has been a, a longtime friend and colleague uh, at, at my work at Scorpion, um, you were 
employee num- number three in, in Dallas here, and I was number two way back, and I guess that would have been yeah. 2014. It was, yeah. yeah. And uh, so we were – Seems like, like forever ago. It, it was, right? A, a lot of things has happened since then. Um, and we were working out of a lobby in a apartment building, Um and it kind of just started there and it was like, hey, go sell some websites and digital marketing services for, you know, for this company. And then, uh, then we got to know each other. And I, and I, and I remember interviewing you and um, being taken by your dedication to family and your faith and your children. And, um, and man, it, you know, here we are, like, I guess, I guess approaching eight years and approaching nine years later. Um, yeah. And um Man, it's just awesome. It's awesome for you to be here, and I and I know that, um, you know, you've been to me and to me, so many others uh, an inspiration. Um, just as you you've kind of gone through some of the struggles that you you've been faced with, and where others that would have quit and you would have quit, you have never. And um, so, yeah, brother, like, talk to me about you know just um, you know, whatever you want to share. Well, I mean the. Um... I've always found it honorable to do more things. Um, selling um, with NF2 is hard. Um, as you can tell, my voice checked up. Um, I'm deaf in one ear. And so um, just to work a fight. And so um, it's never been in my vacuum square. So here I am. Yeah. And so this, the NF2 um, is a genetic condition that causes tumors to grow along your nerves. And it's something you started, you started battling with. Um, when, when was that? Um, like 2011, 2012, and this 2001. Um, one of the things that I, one of the conclusions that came to back in the day, 2001, 2002, was that um, I'm not going to let NF2 determine my trajectory. Mm. I determine my trajectory. Um, so I won't say it's an excuse. Yeah, so you, there was a decision a long time ago that this would not be the thing that define like, it's not the thing that defines you. It's the thing that, like, at some level, I would tell you that and I mean, just the story. I mean, Jeff is very is a humble person. Won't tell you, but I mean, the the stories that echo through uh, Scorpion and our and our you know our work together is Jeff has been faced with, um, you know, be like you hear that? Like, what's that? And let me see. Someone's trying to call me. I'm gonna close this out. You might have to get the sword with you. Yeah, no problem. Um, okay, we're good. This stayed with voicemail. Gotcha. Well, Jeff, Jeff had a had a, some episodes where he lost hearing and and lost some uh, visual um, acuity, I guess. But the thing that he Jeff kept doing was he kept calling customers. So Jeff, like what, like anybody else would quit at that point and be like, hey. Like, what is it that drove you to keep going when you, like, anybody else would quit? Like, what, yeah. why, why? 
I'll tell you, I almost did. Um, it was, a, I remember I got my deaf phone. I was like, really good. It's a deaf phone. Yeah, translating. And I realized that now I'm in 2017 that the 21st century is a really good time to be like me because I can use apps and technology to our favor. Um, and using that phone, you know, it was not effective. I, it's not something that the other that I would. Um, and I don't know, 5% uh, leap of faith. Um, I got my hearing back. And so... Um, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. And so you were faced with it. You almost quit. And then you just reframed it. You said, look, I've got technology. It could, it, this could be a time when yeah, I don't have these things like a, to this technology that makes it possible. But from a sales perspective, I mean, that's what we do, right? We talk and we listen. And um, yet here's what's here's what's amazing is that Jeff continues to has continued over and over again, year after year to be a producer and um, basically destroy the notion that like you have to be, you have to have all these faculties on hundred percent to be able to produce. And he absolutely does produce, but like talk to me about like, what has been your experience in working with clients as you and prospects, as you, as you still pursued them? I mean, you basically kept going. Um, even today, like I sound like this right now, yeah, because I've got a um a big range here that social brings down. Um, my fire that it'll get better after I have surgery. Um, I love my voice, yeah, but um, yeah, how do you buy? Um, it's it's a lot of truth in how to get choices, okay. only to. You quit or keep going. Um, I choose to keep going, and the same thing goes to your attitude. You can be pessimist or professional optimist. I'm an optimist. <laughs> and hey, man, I know you are. Where where did you? Where does that come from? Like what? Um, I don't know, but that's the way I'm. Um, my grandma used to say, um, and what that means in English was always move forward. Mm. Whether you run, walk, crawl, whatever, just keep them going. Yeah. And um, sales is so different. Um, I've, I've always done hard jobs my whole life. I'm physically acting hard job. Um, and so, um, in sales, this is a context for, you know, the more context you make, um, the more sales you make. Uh, so for me, a lot of my success, um, or lack thereof, um, has been my ability to contact people. And um, even if my prospect wasn't again with how I sound or how I speak, so if you are listening and didn't write that down, you should. Sales is a contact sport. And the more contacts you make, the more sales you're going to make. It's amazing how simple yet not easy that is. Um, 
and I love contact. I, I played rugby for a long time, as you know, so I love contact sports. And uh, yeah, one hundred percent sales. Is, you're you're and and I'd say that you've been one of the master tacklers in terms of fearlessly contacting people. Um, I think that what I see in you, brother, is like, you know, like, like to hell with your fear, right? Like, um, what most people, most people, they're maybe they're stuck in sales is that they're simply not having enough contact and they're not having enough contact because they're afraid or there's a story about, you know, it's uncomfortable and, and those kinds of things, right? It's all those things. That's what we do for living. I mean, it's just the way it is. Um, I enjoy the life. So it's um, got great rewards. It feels like I might be addicted to the highest closing a deal. Um, but um, it's hard. Nobody wants to do what we do. So keep it simple, right? It's... Um, just keep on. Make yeah. the call. Make the call. Make the email. <laughs> Make the call. Make the contact. I love it. It's like uh, every day has got to be tackling practice, right? There's got to be contact. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, talk to me. You, you, like you said, you've got this kind of programming that says always move forward. But, you know, also know you have a beautiful family, incredible children. Um, like, what do they, what, what does your family mean to you? And like, what, like, how, what role have they played in this journey? Well, um, my, I'm sorry, uh, my family, um, they were small many on my sales career. It was just my oldest daughter. And then we had us. Uh, second daughter and then we had twins and so my children have always been um, an inspiration for me to really keep going because I quit like yeah, I'm not helping them out if I stop um, so I just I can't um, and I don't want to teach them that it's okay to stop mm. um, it's okay to stop when it's for your own health but you have to keep going. Nobody's going to save you. And so, um, you know, just keep going in my faith. Um, what's crazy is that um, the other day, my uh, daughter's grandma told me it's easier for folks who suffer to be close to God. And I was like, well, thank you, but I don't think so. Um, I think, yes, because you suffer. We're close to God. I've always felt God's presence my whole life. So um, in any moment, I'll pray. Mm. Well, you know, I, I tell you, there's something that's been coming up for me recently, which is I've never, I never really fully understood um, the Beatitudes at a level that I, that I, I have been recently. And, um, when you read them, you know, there's, there's so many promises here, like specifically the first one, when Jesus says, blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And I didn't really yeah. realize that until recently, I've seen some people that were poor in spirit and, and they just were broken. Um, but in a way that wasn't broken, meaning, and poor in spirit is hard to sometimes 
understand what that means. What it basically means is you don't have haughty eyes. You don't have pride that is saying, I got it, right? You're saying, um, I need him, right? Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. And, you know, sometimes it is any, 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 sometimes God, it's, it's suffering that, that puts us in the place of being poor in spirit. Um, Whether it be our children or the suffering perhaps of our children or suffering of a loved one or our own suffering, just even it might be physical. It might be emotional. It might be, you know, financial. Yeah. Whatever, but I've I mean, been through most. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, right. And it's those. It's when God takes away our pride that we can see Him the clearest. I heard all that. Um, somebody asked my cousin Jeremy. Asked me on Saturday, "What is the biggest lesson you've learned so far?" about anything you've been through. I was like, humility. Um, in every sense of the word. Um, I've been called by God to be humble. Mm-hmm. And um, not just my disability, but um, I'm actually a cocky guy. Um, and I've been called to be humble in many ways. And so for my kids, um, the most important thing I can pass on is never quit, be humble. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I, I feel that, man. I've, I've had this, this I've had this sitting on my desk for about 10 years. Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I mean, that's you. Um, so when when you when you think about like uh your children like um tell talk to me about them like how are they so you got uh you've got f- you got four girls right uh three girls and three, a boy three girls and one boy okay so uh who is the salesperson who's the salesman or saleswoman yeah um yeah i hope not like i'd like the sales the career of what I hope they all find trades. Well, I guess who's the best salesperson in the family? Which which one is the best salesperson? Um, probably um, probably my son. Okay. Um, second best, really neck and neck, is my oldest daughter. Okay. Um, yeah. And, and are there any particular sales techniques that they have mastered with their father? Um, well, my son, he, um, he mastered my mom. It's okay. Can I do it? I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. I'm not going to argue with that. Go ahead. <laughs> that's called, so, that's called leverage. He's learned how to use leverage. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. He's using leverage. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. He's good at that. So I, I also know that, you know, there's been a, there's been a, a piece of you that has desired to, um, kind of spread the word about NF2 and and like to p other people that are perhaps dealing with it as well. Like if if someone else that had maybe was diagnosed with NF2 or has had it for a while or maybe just found out, like what kind of message would you have for somebody like that? Well, I'm part of the group on Facebook. Um, 
And so, I mean, you've got everybody from old folks to young people. Yeah. Um, and everybody's, um, to, to be honest, everybody is, is at different points. Um, some are, are less fortunate than I. Um, and they've had a lot more problems. And that too can definitely kill you. Yeah. Um, but technology exists to create it too. That's why I'm like, it's already here. It's going to make it happen. Yeah. Um, so yes, I'm the next ambassador for um, um, neurofarm justice passengers and VS. We seek a gene therapy for NFT. Got it. Oh, yes, that's right. Okay. Yeah. And that's ongoing, correct? That's like an ongoing. It is, yeah. Um, like I'm, I'm working teeth. I'm chosen to leave to my head that I've been watching for 40 years, um, and cut it down um, to make it small. Um, but I leave it there so I can throw the nerve to my face. Yeah. Um, one lecture does like that one you shouldn't it's okay with that. Um and I'm not trying to turn my hearing because I can never do deaf, I can do deaf. Um I they wouldn't be sad to not enjoy music with you and Jamie. But it would um I've never chance of obtain my hearing that I've got. Um from ten chance of deaf. Um so I'll just best and fragrance work. Yeah. That's it's 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 no different than your attitude for everything else. So just go again, right? Just keep, yeah. keep going. Keep more contact. Yeah, yeah. More contact. And you've got and so you've got an upcoming um upcoming procedure that you're gonna go through that's gonna uh hopefully help with you said your voice and hearing. This should it should do all that, um, okay. but it doesn't. I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm balanced shot um, right now. I'm voice shot, and um, because of the tumor so big, my balance is eyes walker. Got it. Got it. Um, so I haven't seen you guys in person for a while. That's new. Got it. Got it. Well. Um, Brother, like so, you could, like I said, you've uh, you you continue to be an inspiration to to me, and I know your children and your wife and all of our colleagues in terms of you know and your customers. I mean, um, and um, folks that maybe are struggling with something similar, right? Um, and there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, a lot of you know a lot of people in our culture even want to, you know, fall into a, a, a frame of victimhood. And I, that's not, I've never seen a shred of that with you. And it's, uh, and again, I, I don't like, again, there's, there's a fire there that says there's, you know, you said, I, maybe you said it, there's the, you said you've always felt God with you and thank you. I mean, that's, we really have to give you know give the credit to him. Cause that's like, it, I don't know how we go through things like this if we don't have him to lean on. I don't know either chance yet to do. I got no choice. Got to do it. Um, 
انه الثاني يزعم ويز ثينك ابوت ايتنج ذس لايف وي دونت هاف تشويس لايك جاد تيكس اس اواي اند سو ثينك ثينك ويث Just man, um, that is my kids being expert. Um, behind these say doctors, most doctors aren't. Um, so be a scientist to become your own, and to it's to my four kids have, and to um, I truly believe that they'll be okay. Um. Um, my father passed away when he was 40, um, and so I'm doing better than him. Um, so I think we just have to keep on, keep going. Um, and I tell people, look, you know, with anxiety or um, something else, um, I, and that's just a problem. I've got to live with that. So do you. We both have problems. Mine are just different. Mm. What is your like? What is your relationship with God look like? Like, how, what is your practice? Like, how, when you're in that moment of like, okay, this sucks, or I'm uncertain, or you know, I'm thinking about my what, whatever. What, what does that look like for you? Like, what? How do you? What is your just personal way of connecting with Him? Um, um, the the main thing that I think about when it comes to God. Is that um, he and I, when I think about God, when it's when there's nobody there, mm-hmm. no matter where I'm in the world, he'll be there. Yeah. So if it's hospital bed or it's a sales call, he's there, if mm-hmm. you believe. And so um, I believe. And, um, I just try. I don't think I can do. Uh, I talk to God, and um, you know, like, like you reminded me to be the CEO of the universe every week and prayer uh, for my situation. Um, and so, in those moments where it's just me and God, I try to take advantage of that. I think that at the end of the day, He's the only one who will be there to hear us. Amazing. Um, yes. How like so much of our world wants to separate that spiritual aspect from like business, right? Like, but yes, like God, like what if the best way to prepare for your sales call was not to mess with your PowerPoint, but was to do a, was to pray, right. And say, God, like God, you know, guide me in this call, like guide me in this conversation um my words my actions everything. yeah give me the give me the words give me the ears to hear the eyes to see like give me the help me lead these people to something better help me shepherd them to a better business outcome that'll you know hopefully help their family i i'll just share this proverbs three five through six came up for me this morning which is just what you're talking about like god in the sales call right trust in the lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding and in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. I love Proverbs because I'm a big fan and consumer of wisdom. That whole book is wisdom. Amen. Um, and so I just, um, I love it. I love it. 
Well, and there's so many, it's full of so many promises, right? It's full of so yeah. many, it's full of so many promises and he always keeps his promises. That's right. And, yeah. you know, the thing, there's so many folks out there dealing with something. Um, it may not be at a serious, it could be depression, it could be anxiety, it could be drugs or porn or whatever it is. Yeah. It's the good deal, with, you know, and um, say it for me, the problem is different. Mm. Yeah, well, that's, you know, we, and I think, yes, so we all have that, right? And we all, everyone, everyone is struggling with something. And I think the, I mean, that lean not on your own understanding piece is where we get tripped up. We think we have to figure it out. And when we finally figure it out, when we realize we can't figure it out. And, and then when we feel, you know, that we think about that blessed or the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. It's those that like, when we finally say like, Lord, I just need your help. Like I just need your help. And I always go back to that, that image of Peter, you know, stepping off the boat and by the way my, my the way i think about like of the apostles like peter was definitely the salesman like he was definitely the like the guy like ready to go sell like let's what are we going to do like let's go sell let's you know but you know jesus is out there on the water and jesus says he's like is, is that you like come to me tell me to come to you and jesus says come on and he walks out and yeah, it's like jesus can do it so can i let's go yeah right. <laughs> exactly right and he jumps out of the boat, he starts walking, and he starts to look at the waves and the sh- the wind, and then he immediately goes into this free fall, and he puts his hand up, and he says the three words that, to me, kind of sum up the entire gospel, which is, Lord, save me. And it's in that moment of free fall and surrender to whatever the problem is, that we and if we acknowledge him and just call out to him in his response is always immediate. It, immediately, it says he grabbed Peter by the hand. He grabbed immediately, grabbed him. And but sometimes we won't go there until we finally have been, like we finally let go of our own understanding. Finally, um, that's yeah. yeah just gotta, um, that makes me think about when we were wanting to grow a family. Let's have a third child. We didn't no. have twins yet. And our two girls didn't have that as two. We're like, thank God. Um, do we have a third round and risk them having that as two? We said, let God figure it out. Because um, the other option was um, to actually test embryos and throw the ones away that had that two. And he's the one who didn't. Um, I, I can't do that. Um, so, um, um, I, I just trust God. Um, I don't know my son or what the story looks like, but I'm sure they're doing amazing things. And I'm praying to give him the glory for that. Mm. That's beautiful. And then he gets the credit, right? He gets the credit. It's not us. On all things, and um, I wish, I wish, back in 2017, after I went deaf, I started my video blog or something like that, because I don't want to give God glory. 
um, I'm 40 from now. What I diagnosed, um, little Shirai Red, that dead with 36. Um, go here. Um, so for that, between then and now, um, oh God, I have another way to explain it. Mm. Yeah, I know. And we've stood witness to it, brother. I just stood witness to it. And yeah, he he does get the credit, but like, I mean, I'm just. Yeah, this is my third brain surgery. And I don't know if you ever had a brain surgery in general. They will in, and the anesthesiologist will mask, he's on the So going into surgery is actually pretty easy. Um, he's going to be knocked down, do his thing, and then you wake up in recovery. And um, I hope I wake up. And the other thing is, like, um, I love stuffing the whole process and spraying over my So I'm praying, and they all like, totally do that. And um, so I, I, I'm confident. And God working through other people, yes. these things. And so when I sell, I pray that I positively impact the people I'm talking to. Yeah. Well, and what that does is it flips the typical sales posture on its head, right? Which is the 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 most of the time, the sales guy is what's in it for me? How do I close the sale? So I get the bonus thing, right? So they're thinking about themselves and the customer can energetically feel that. But if you're reframed it and you said you're coming into it with the idea of how can I positively impact this person, regardless of whether we do business or not, that person always wins over the long term, always. Yeah. I don't, um, Focusing, I it's good and bad, but I stopped focusing on my competing with other people, or um, I really just focus on closing the deal all the time ago. If I have good conversations um, and they like me, I didn't just close the deal anyway. Yeah. So um, <laughs> yeah, that's what I got to me. Yeah. Well, so you said you've had three brain surgeries. Is that right? You said three? Yeah. So that's really intense. Two so far. Two, um, so, one, the one coming up. Yeah. And when is that one? Um, the tomorrow, that's here. And, and when is it? 17th of February. 17th of February. 17th. Gotcha. Well, um, that's really intense. That's that's uh that's an intense experience that like not many people can say they've been through that many times and yet um you know still reframe even reframing that to say as I go through this who can I have contact with yeah smile like they um one thing I'll say is that having been through all this it's they appreciate each success and every failure more. Mm. Um, and it also makes me appreciate just loving. Um, 
And so um, a lot of folks won't get that until they're about to die. And it's unfortunate. Yeah. Well, you know, again, so the uh, as long as we keep sharing, right? As long as you keep telling, and that's one thing. Also, I, 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 you've always been open with the the story. Here's where I'm at. Here's what's going on. And um, you know, not some people. They're they they kind of they kind of go and hide and maybe say, well, I don't want to burden people. Um, and that's at some level. I mean, I understand that, but that's not. Like it's that's put it uh, frankly, it's a, like it's it's tough because they may not want to burden people, but but they're if they have God with them and he's getting the credit, then who are you to take the credit? Right? Um, yeah, it's okay to, to give credit thirsty people, also, sure, but but just God's hand to work to them. Um, so, um, like my wife, she's an angel, um. She's like, I can't begin. I can talk all day about the things she's done for me. Um, and so when I think about never giving up, um, I'll never give up because of her. What, uh, give, me, give me something that comes to your mind of like a moment with her that like you were like, that really hit like <laughs> that, that, that resonates with you. Like a mo- there's, there's some moment somewhere with her where she has supported you or something like that? Is there something that comes to mind? Um, well, uh, you hope that your wife doesn't have to help you the way my wife told me. Um, so you're all fine. Um, we're both in our early 40s. Mm-hmm. Um, she's 40, I'm 42. Um, and she has helped me set up um, my balance bed. Um, she's making my lunch. She helps me change clothes. Um, she does a lot. Yeah. And um, I didn't want that from got married. I didn't want that from her. Um, but it's there a lot. And that's who she is. Um, some women bail on you yeah. at that point. Um, and she's still here. So when I hear that, um, I know that she'll move to the end. Yeah. So at some level, like the struggle revealed her true character. Yeah. Yeah. I just tell. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and she's amazing. I mean, again, begin to express some gratitude for uh, how great she's been to me. And I'm not the most ideal patient. Um, and she is, um, I, I, yeah, there's a reason I, yeah, I can't verbally express what an angel she's been. I couldn't imagine doing this without her. Yeah, amen. Well, and what's her name? I'm Julia. Julia. Julia Rosado. Julia Rosado. So, um, you know, she, that's one of those examples that you're describing of uh, one of the one of the pieces of the book that we talk about is that you know your family is not your responsibility; it's your gift. Yeah. Um, 
And, you know, amazing when you see the characteristics of God show up in your wife or show up in your children, right? Um, like, well, I think of my kids, like, unfortunately, I've been through this stress with my dad over five years, wither away and die. Um, I don't want that for them. So the only way I can show them different is by really working hard to fight. Um, yeah. I had one doctor tell me recently, she goes, nobody, not even me, gets out of your life. So make the most of the time. Mm-hmm. And to just like, oh my God, I had a doctor tell me that. It's amazing. So, um, so it's, it's um, like if you can be optimistic, but it doesn't mean you're not realistic. It's just that you have to make a choice. Yeah. Um, you know, you feel terrible, so you need to be a fast mess. Um, it's hard to be not to mess. Yeah. Uh, well, right. Yeah. It's easier to be, it's easier to, to, um, you know, what I recently heard something that, has been sticking with me the last um, couple of weeks, which is we, we will find something to this nature. We will find, we will always find peace when we exchange our expectations for anticipation of his work. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, what does that mean? So when we, when, you know, and when we stop, you know, expect, I expect this to happen. We, instead we say, I'm going to anticipate what he will do, what God will do. I'm going to, I'm going to anticipate what God will do. Um, and when we let go of expectations and start anticipating, yeah, it's a much more calm experience. I've literally, yeah. literally been saying this the last two weeks. Today, God is doing something. I've been saying that every morning. I, I don't know where it came from. I've just been saying it. Today, God is doing something. Praise God. Amen. And every day, I can find something where he showed up since I've been saying that. I know that. I mean, you're really like a tri-devony right closed. I mean, so, um, uh, the one thing that I read about my current state, um, I don't drive. I'm having for about a year and a half. So Rick Mash me. Um, and I'm the church parent. Um, I go every Sunday of worship. I'm just like I'm Catholic. Different. It's not bad. Different. I, uh, I missed that. And um, I, yeah. Yeah, but he turned me back to us. But um, I can say, no, I'll go online streaming service. Um, so um, I just try to find good and everything. Yeah. Well, sometimes, I mean, I think that one of the things that we experienced with COVID sometimes was as men, we maybe were reminded that we're actually the first pastor to our family. Um, that's, that was something that I think a lot of guys learned is that ultimately 
you know, it's not the church down the street who's responsible for your the spiritual growth or guidance of your children and wife. Ultimately, it's you as the husband first. That's your role. Um, and so, you know, you're you're doing that. You're doing that. You're getting to do that. Thank you. That takes the part of parenting that I um, feel I need to divorce that. Well, um, I can do better. Well, you know, it's, it's, uh, there's, don't judge it, right? Just do it. It's not a matter of good or better or whatever. It's just a matter of, uh, of, for me personally, it's just simple as share the word with them. That's it. Yeah. Just share the word and pray, pray yeah. with them and, 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 and invite Amen. them into prayer. I had asked um, a buddy a long time ago calling um, my first one back from Florida in 06. I said, we can pray with this. I said, what do you pray for the most? Um, and he said, wisdom. That I know in a moment what is the right decision to make. Mm. And um, it always stuck with me. Yeah. Um, I'm still friends with Mark to this day. Mm. Yeah. Well, um, brother, I, I, I appreciate you coming on the, uh, the podcast. I mean, we talked about it. I'm glad we finally did it. Um, and, um, you're going to be back. So, uh, you know, we're going to have you back, um, whenever, yeah, you know, after you get through this next little, little gate, we'll have you back and we'll have another conversation and stay, uh, stay as part of this journey. That's um, amazing. I can't wait. Um, is there anything like you'd like to share? Like anything um, like you? I'd like to encourage the folks up there to remain keeping up. Things are going to go your way. You just have to keep moving forward. And even if you get that back, you're still moving. Um, so keep going. God bless you. We love you. God bless. That's awesome, brother. Well, would you mind if we uh, did a little prayer to close us out here? Yeah. All right. Um, tell you what, I'll uh, I'll start us off and then you wrap us up. Sound good? Um, yep. Let's do that. All right. Um, Lord Jesus, we, uh, we come to you. We call out to you um, just in humility and we... We thank you for uh, for Jeff, and uh, we thank you for um, the work you've done in him, and for him being able to be here on this podcast. I thank you for his brotherhood and, uh, you know, just uh, friendship for so many years, but also for the 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 example that he set um, in in showing what it looks like to walk uh, in your ways. Um, Lord, I ask that you your hand be upon him and his family in the coming weeks, and that. You protect him and guide um, the the physicians and doctors, but also provide a positive outcome and and and, and healing that could only be attributed to you. Um, and we anticipate what you will do for him. Uh, we know that he belongs to you, and um, we ask that he feel encouraged and certain in uh, his um, his his his. Uh, his presence in the fa- in your family as a uh, as a child of God, Lord, we ask that you support and protect his wife and children, keep them in your hand, remind him that um, that you have them, 
And we ask all these things in the name of your son, Jesus Christ. Um, Lord, thank you for you for the Sessler podcast and for everybody else for listening. Um, I appreciate the love and prayers from everybody. But most importantly, like you said, please um, watch over spouses, watch over children. Um, we have to care them. And Lord, we just want you to keep them safe, keep them protected. Lord, we love you very much, and so thank you, and they express our gratitude um, for all the things that you us. And uh, amen. Amen. Amen, brother. Well, man, uh, thank you for uh, taking the time and jumping on here. And uh, um, man, I'm just, uh, I love you, and uh, I will continue to keep you in my prayers. And you know, uh, if you need anything, uh, your family needs anything. We got your back, no matter what. Thanks, bro. Have a good, um, good night. And uh, I can't wait to um, see the episode online. So I'll see everybody soon. Amen. All right, brother. Amen. Let's roll right. this out. So th- that's what we got for you today, my friends. This is Brian Q. Davis and Jeff Rosado signing off from the Sales Warrior Podcast, a conversation about how to dominate your marketplace without sacrificing your body, your marriage, your children, or your soul. Thank you so much for listening. More to come.